knowledge you want. Malik books has all the knowledge you need. Malik books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik books. Today is gonna be an exciting event. It's been a couple of years because the pandemic canceled the biggest event, the biggest book event in North America, and it's called the Los Angeles Times Festival of Books, where Malik Books is going to be in the house. This is a community event, and this is a big book event, the biggest in North America. Tons of authors, tons of bookstores, and tons of people, and Malik Books is going to be present. We're going to be in the house. I'm going to do what I do best. I'm going to get on the stomp and I'm going to find me some authors. I'm going to get a few author interviews, particularly some independent as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Uh, it's estimate about 50,000 going to come out. Um, the event is held at USC and I, I'm a former Trojan. Uh, my first episode is called Me Malik and I talked about uh, my journey. Uh, as a Trojan, as an Olympian, and so forth, when I attended USC. So uh, this is home for me. So I'm going back to the campus. It ain't the same campus it was, you know, when I went. This SC is taking all over Los Angeles now. You know, it is going from the 30th and Jefferson all the way down to the Staples and LA Live. And now they, they, actually extending it more and more down to King Boulevard, which is more south. So SC is just growing in, in all directions. This university is just uh, taking over L.A. Well, the L.A. Times Festival of Books is hosted at USC, and, uh, and, for, and I'm an alumni. I'm heading down there. Malik Books is going to be present. Gonna, you know, we got a booth situated in the children area. But not only am I going to be hosting uh, our booth there, but I'm going to go on the stomp and I'm going to find me some authors. I'm going to get some interviews. So stay tuned for this episode 22 called The Festival of Books. Malik Muhammad is on the stomp. I got another one lined up for you. I'm getting some great content now. This brother here is the author of You Are Not Alone. Alphabet Rocker, is that? Alphabet Rocker. Okay, and, uh, and what's your name? My name is Caitlin McGaw, and oh. I'm a half of the Alphabet Rockers. Well, here we go, here we go. I'm gonna let them tell you about this book, You Are Not Alone. Man, you Are Not Alone <laughs> is this book that we just came out with in January. It's about empathy and inclusion. It really includes everybody that you don't think gets included in these books. And and so so get ready. The representation is uh, it's it's honest. It's what it's supposed to be. Uh, and it's very beautifully illustrated by Ashley Evans. Uh, my name is Tommy Solati Shepard. Uh, I go by he and they. Uh, and uh, yeah, the book is here and it's a song. It's uh, it's also a music video. Uh, and okay. it's connected to all of our music, which you can find on Spotify and all of the music platforms. Alphabetrockers.com is everything. And wow, multi-dimensional, multi-dimensional. Yeah, we're excited about this, putting this into amazing bookstores like yours because... I got to have this. Uh-huh, because every child in this story is actually 
teaching us where what they want us to be. So when we read the books with our children, they actually inform us of the world they need. And so that's what this is all about is like us as the readers, like learning from how they respond to the characters, the questions they ask will help us be better uh, parents and teachers along the way. Well, that's what Malik's Bookshelf is all about, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. And this right here is a book that I know is important and timely. You got a shirt on critical race theory. That's right. It's critical, and we know all about it, and it's coming to a school near you. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Critical race theory is just truth. That's it. It's not That's even it controversial. Is. No, I, it's not. It's, this is, a, this is a, a joke they're trying to play on us, but we already know the truth, so they can just do all their wag. People get sensitive for telling the truth. That's it. I mean... But if we don't tell it, who will? It won't get told. It won't well, get told. And that's what, that's it's, been, it's been a lot of years of lies um, for all of us. And um, sometimes we we got to check ourselves. As we, are, we are storytellers. Every human is a storyteller. So what story do you tell? Do you let your nostalgia, which buries a lot of the truth, be the thing? Or do you allow the truth to be complicated and say, hey, yeah, we live in a world that's unfair and we haven't been treated right. That's right. And mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like we can't make change, but actually we just got to believe we can and we got to listen to you one another. It's really about just uh, honestly shifting your point of view. You don't got to about face. You don't got to turn completely around in the opposite direction to get things happening. You just got to pivot a little bit. And let that space open up for your point of view to to open and not be so skewed. I mean, that's about it. That's why Malik Books exist. You know, we got to amplify our voice because we don't tell our story. Who will? That's right. I got a (laughs) microphone. You want to talk on it? I got to know how to turn it on and you can turn it up. I'll turn it up. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we do. We we amplify these voices. Well, the truth brings people together. That's right. You know, so hey, I just want to thank you for taking the time out. Give me a few minutes for Malik's bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture, and community. This has been wonderful. You are not alone. Let me drop your little station ID. Ready? Malik's books. Malikstuffbooks.com. <laughs> Whoa! That was lit! That was lit. Lit for literature, lit for what's hot! <laughs> thank you, thank you. My name is Nicholas Smith. Uh, I'm the illustrator of Born on the Water 1619 Project. Um, And I've had a a pretty fun and crazy adventure to get to this point. Um, When I was little, uh, maybe like your age, your age, your age, I would draw a lot of pictures. I love to draw. Um, I found myself um, many years later designing theme parks at Walt Disney Imagineering, and hey, we got some former Imagineers in the audience. Um, and now I'm a full-time artist, and what I do is I, I like to illustrate and write children's books. Um, I create movie posters. Um, I, you know, sometimes do concept art for, for films, um, like Space Jam, where they have a lot of words and no pictures, and. I need to create some concept art of what is this gonna look like before it's a thing? What is LeBron gonna look like in a Looney Tune world? I don't know, let's figure it out. That kind of stuff, which I really love. It's, it's all about imagination. Um, and I also do traditional digital painting. 
Um, and what I love to do is artivism, and that's art and activism. So I try to find like, what is that thing that's not working right? What is that thing that's broken in the world that needs to be fixed? And how can I fix it? And how can I use my art to really like encourage people and inspire people to, to make that positive change? So there is so many issues that we want to talk about in the world that aren't working right. Immigration, mass incarceration, you know, shootings, community outreach, suicide prevention, wildlife conservation, it was just Earth Day. Um, we have global health, which has been a huge thing this past couple of years. Um, global peace, because wars are bad and peace is good, right? Um, I like to create superheroes. Uh, this is my friend Chadwick Boseman, who is the child of the Black Panther. He's amazing. And, you know, heroes that are in the justice system, like Katanji Brown Jackson. She's a really, really important judge. Um, and people like my great, 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 great grandparents, who uh, they were around a long time ago. And unfortunately, they were born into slavery. And on Juneteenth, they realized that they were free. Um, and they are amazing and wonderful and beautiful human beings and I just want the whole world to know that my ancestors were wonderful people and they did brilliant amazing things and helped create this you know this country um, which brings me to Born on the Water um, this book is all about my ancestors it's about uh, where I come from and the amazing people that persevered and fought and did so many wonderful things so that I could get to where I am right now um, and the thing that I really, really love about this book is that it starts off many, many years before typically you might hear about my ancestors. It starts off in West Africa. Now, when my ancestors were in Central West Africa, uh, they had a kingdom called Ndongo, and it was a beautiful place. And, you know, they laughed and they loved and they lived wonderful lives. Um, they were unfortunately taken from that place and slavery happened and they fought and fought and fought to get their freedom back and that's another beautiful thing about the book is resistance also so many beautiful and wonderful people were born from that movement and escaped that movement and geniuses who helped honestly build the, the US Capitol the White House they helped design entire cities they did so many wonderful things. They wrote poems, they you know, created inventions, they did beautiful things. And I love that I get to highlight all of them in the book. Um, there's a few of them here, if you can see. There's Christmas Addicts, and there's Frederick Douglass, and there's George Washington Carver, and there's just like so many wonderful people. Shirley Chisholm, beautiful politicians, you know, activists, authors, artists. So many amazing people, and I just love that I get to, you know, talk about them in the book. And so, if you look in the book, the first page before you even get into the entire book, there is what I like to call the end papers. And so, the end papers of the book um, actually tell the entire story of the book, and it's in scarification form, which is like really. There's um, this beautiful thing about how a lot of Africans will um, honestly tell the, the story of their lives or tell specific stories about their character or their tribe right on their face. Um, and it's through 
scars. And so you'll see the entire story uh, in, in symbols before you even get to the book. Um, and so this is one of my favorite spreads of the book. It's called And They Danced. And it is, it's really just a celebration of joy. Um, and so I'm gonna read this, this spread from the book. Absolutely one of my favorites. And they danced. And the people moved their feet, moved their whole bodies to the melody of horns and stringed instruments, of marimbas and drums. They danced to celebrate, to mourn, they danced as a way of worship, to offer thanks. Their bodies, a song under open sky and bright sun. Their bodies, a swaying testament to the beauty of creation. And that is And They Dance. Malik is on the stomp. I'm out here at USC at the Festival of Books. And I got another author. Thank you. What's your name? I am Quan Jameson. Quan Jameson came up with some financial literacy books. Yes. I'm very impressed. They're for kids, and that's very important. And she also developing a business box, Entrepreneur Kit. So, Quan, tell us about all of these wonderful books, because you also have it in Spanish, too. Yes, so we have a, a couple of Chinese, I'm um, sorry, a couple of finance. <laughs> my daughter's learning Chinese, and she just popped in my mind. A couple of financial literacy books. Um, one is, the, the first title we released is A is for Accounting, and that is a storyline following a little girl that is starting her own cupcake business. So it's teaching children the basics, the terminology, um, you know, accounting, budgeting, credit scores, uh, employees, and then the second book that we published is called Paying with Plastic. So in that story, there's a little girl going to the mall and her mother's just swiping her credit card away and, and, and she's learning the lessons of how wow. to use that properly. So those are our two books that we have. And like you said, we have our A's for accounting in Spanish. Um, yeah, we're, we're working. We're just trying to get the, the, the curriculum and, and games and things to make kids engaged more. Yeah, because financial literacy, uh, one thing that I know, because uh, I, you know, I've been a part of the black community for all my life. <laughs> and uh, financial literacy uh, wasn't a topic in my house yes. at a very early age. And I think this is a subject matter that should be discussed. Absolutely. We should know, you know, the ins and outs about credit scores, yep. um, how to use plastic card interest rates, exactly. all of these things. It's very important. And the biggest investment that most of us going to make in our lifetime is a buying a home normally. Yep. And so, unless yeah. you become an entrepreneur, open your own business, now you're making different investments, making different different business decisions. Yeah, it's um, all important, absolutely. And, and, and to what your was point, your inspiration? Yeah, to your point, that was my inspiration. Um, by trade, I'm an accountant, and my daughter was just so intrigued about what I did, and I figured, you know what, she's not too young to learn that, so it's never too early to start. And once I saw that she was really engaged, I wanted to find ways to really connect with her and uh, other families to connect with their kids and have those conversations yeah, because yeah, yeah. most grown-ups don't understand it, so how can you <laughs> no. teach someone <laughs> that you, and you uh, going topic after that you don't understand? <laughs> you going after early. That could be challenging. We gotta start early. Putting in layman's terms for them. Exactly. You know, because exactly. it's hard. How do you fit? How old are you? Now, you I don't am. have to say answer that, but <laughs> you're an adult, but listen. <laughs> it's like, how do you put all those years into a book for little kids, you know, and youth and teens. <laughs> well, 
the the biggest piece is starting with one topic and then just trying to make it real life because they see us as adults going through things, paying bills, purchasing homes, but we don't engage them in the conversations. Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest inspiration is making sure that my daughter was more advanced than me. You know, I didn't learn these lessons until like college and, okay. and afterwards. Yes, so yes. it's never too early. Well, I, I know that... Um as parents, we like to invest in our kids, and we, we want to pass the torch. We want them to take it to another level and so forth. Absolutely. Um, but I know that for a lot of people that I've interviewed since I had the podcast, Malik Bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture, and community, kids have been a major inspiration. Why? A lot of people have written books. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It's that if I knew then what I know now, you know, things would be so much differently. And they say, you know, the best knowledge you can find is, is reading a book. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I love your collection and whatnot. And I definitely want to make sure Malik Book has representation because financial live is so important. Yes. So we're going to connect and what have you. And I appreciate uh, this interview Thank you. at the Los Angeles Times Festival Books out here at USC. Thank you, Kwan. Thank you. Books is proud to be partnering with HarperCollins' new publication, Finding Me by Viola Davis. You heard me, the actress Viola Davis. Well, April 26th, an evening with Viola Davis, a virtual event to talk about her new book, Finding Me, a memoir about the life and career of Viola Davis. So that's April 26th, 4 p.m. Pacific time. Go to MillieBooks.com to register for the event. And on April 30th, we're planning a big event around independent booksellers. They're going to have 20 authors. And our headliner is Terry Crews. He's going to be headlining our independent bookstore day. So you want to come out. It's fun for the family. It's all ages. April 30th from 12 to 7 is the event. Now, it's a free event, but you got to register for the Terry Crews book signing. His book, Tough, My Journey to True Power. Tough. My Journey Through True Power by Terry Crew. Book signing, April 30th, Independent Bookstore Day. Plus RSVP. Go to MalikBooks.com under events and register for the Terry Crews book signing at Malik Books on April 30th, Independent Bookstore Day. Okay, I don't want to read this book, but you already know that. Written by Max Greenfield and illustrated by, again, the great Mike Lowry. Okay, I don't want to read this book. <laughs> I know it happens to be the title of this book, but let me make myself very clear. If you see any big words, you can read along with me. I really don't want to read it. I mean, why would I read this book? I already know what's going to happen. I'm going to open up the front cover only to find pages with, let me guess, words. Sometimes a lot of words. This is not one of those pages. But this one is. Look at this. Words, 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 words. I'm not actually reading it. I wrote it, so I know it says words, 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 words. Look. Most words are fine, like cake and YouTube, but some words are just plain ridiculous. Take the word doubt, for example. What is a bee doing in there? If no one can hear the bee, why do we have to see it? 
I doubt whoever put it there was very smart at all. Other words are too big, like infinitesimal. If you can believe it, this word means small. Words like infinitesimal are the exact reason I don't want to read this book. And as if words weren't bad enough, I'm sure this book also has its fair share of sentences, which is really just too many words all smushed together with a period at the end. Sentences are the worst. I don't ever want to read a book that has sentences in it, period. <laughs> which brings me to paragraphs. I do not, under any circumstance, want to read a, read a book with a single paragraph in it. Did you know that a paragraph can be more than half a page long? I have seen some that take up an entire page. I mean, what are these paragraphs trying to prove? Just looking at a paragraph exhausts me. All those words. I would love to meet a person who is able to read a full paragraph and not lose their train of thought. As if anyone on earth wouldn't lose interest after a sentence or two and start thinking about other things like how Ozzy threw his snack at Tilly right in the middle of class today and how no one could believe it and how Tilly was like, what is wrong with you, Ozzy? And how Ozzy was like, what is wrong with you? And then Tilly was like, and then, you know... <sighs> Wait a minute. Where was I again? Oh yeah, paragraphs. Yuck. I don't want to read any book that has a paragraph in it. Paragraphs belong in chapter books, and chapter books are for people with nothing better to do. <laughs> chapter two. I still don't want to read this book. The dog doesn't want to read it. All the things I could be doing that are more important than reading this book. One, eating cake. Two, eating cake while watching YouTube. Three, watching YouTube and not eating cake, but truth be told, I much prefer to be eating cake. Okay. My brain hurts, Blah. and my eyes feel tired. Reading this book has been a truly miserable experience. I can't believe that I'm almost done with this book. I, ju I did not want to read it. After I'm done, I'm gonna need some space. <laughs> All right. Ah! I really don't want to read the last page. I already know what it's gonna say. It's how all books end, as if anything could be any more predictable. Let's just get it over with, I guess. The end. Can't believe I just read this book. The chances of it ever happening again are infinitesimal. Again, that means small. You weren't paying attention and that's not even okay. Anyway. Some space. You know what I do best. I'm out here at the Festival Books, Malik's Bookshelf. I got to interview some authors. I came up with an author. Her name is... Citlali Reyes. 
she got how many books you author? Uh, I already illustrated around 30 books. 30 books. Tell us some of the titles. Uh, there are one series is called The Life of La Vida de and they are about Pelé, Pura, um, Selena and they are about the life of several important characters in Latin American culture. And they bilingual, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's wonderful, wonderful. These are children books. They board books and they for, you know, the next generation of change. And she's illustrated and authored 30 books, 30. So, hey, I'm just blessed to be able to be out here and get some interview. I just wanted to give you your props because Malik Books bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. And this is what it's all about because books bring opportunity, books bring change. And this is a wonderful collection of books and it's bilingual. Hey, tell us your name again. Citrali Reyes. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to interview you. Best of luck. You're welcome. Malik Bookshelf wouldn't be doing his thing if I didn't get an interview from Shanif Anazi, who's doing a book signing here at the L.A. Festival Book right here at Malik Books. She got two books, It's In You and Simply Love. And you know I got an interviewer for Malik's Bookshelf. This is episode 22, so I got her standing right here. So without further delay, welcome to Malik's Books. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, hey, talk to us about your books. Um, Sibling Love and It's In You are both my book babies. Um, It's In You I published in 2020. It's a book for big dreamers, so shout out to all the big dreamers out there. And um, it's about a caterpillar with a big dream to fly. And it's an encouraging tale and message for all children that no matter what you want to be in life, um, if you stick to your goals, if you're consistent, if you're, uh, you know, trust people that uh, mean good for you, um, good things will happen. So that's what It's In You is all about. Well, Malik Books is all about the kids. We believe children are 100% of our future. And that's why we carry a large selection of children books at Malik Books. And this has been one of the most brisk selling books. Every time we get your book, we sell out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love Malik Books. Thank you. I love it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Are you working on another project? I am going to be working on a memoir. Um, so that it'll be slightly different, but still encouraging and about having faith and stepping out on faith. Okay, stepping out on faith. Moving away from children and putting your memoir. That's a beautiful thing. But these two books are doing very well out here at the Los Angeles Times Festival Books. And we're blessed to have you signing with us. And we just immensely thank you. And we want you to be sell. We want to help sell a million of these books. What do you want to leave um, Millie's Bookshelf audience with something inspiring, something encouraging, something inspirational? Um, well, as I mentioned about dreaming big, um, that's just always been my motto, right? We have to, we only have one life, right? What did Drake say? YOLO? So um, <laughs> I, I'm a believer that you got to use all your talents, whatever that is, right? A lot of people are scared. A lot of people are at, are at nine to fives that they hate. A lot of people are doing things that they just don't enjoy. And this, we only got one life to live. So um, the books are written for kids, but really, adults too. It's for y'all too, right? Read it, enjoy it, and you know, go after the things that you're you're passionate about and that you really love doing. Absolutely, we're gonna end on that note. We appreciate you and uh, and thank you again. Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm out here at the Festival of Books out here at USC. I got an author, and you know what I do when I see an author. I like to get a few words for them to talk about their book. I have an author. She wrote a book called Family 13. Mona Fauci? Yes. Okay, okay. Please tell us about your book. 
Uh, well, it's about a family that is misunderstood and um, a, a situation that they come up with to prove that they are not what everybody thinks they are. I see, I see. And, and what are the lessons we should learn from your book? That uh, be kind to everyone, regardless if they are different from you, if they look different from you. Um, be kind. because. Uh, sometimes someone will look different from you, but it doesn't mean that they are against you. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And this is your first book? Yes, it is. Any more books that you're planning? Yes, we've got a couple more surprises coming. Okay, yeah. are you going to build off of this book or just something different? Uh, for now, we have something different, okay. two other different books, but maybe in the future we'll build off of okay. this as well. How important children are to you? Everything to me. Yeah, because your book is about us children, right? It's about family. It's about kids. It's about experience. It's about family and experience and accepting everyone into your life, giving love. Wonderful, and, wonderful. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you giving this opportunity for Malik's Bookshelf, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.